It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hello, guys and gals, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, boys that are girls. Uh, all are welcome on the Hats Off, Gloves Off program. My name is Mitchell Phillips. Spencer Calendar. I'm going I'm to take more of a uh, professional tone. Yeah, you, he sounds professional, but he was just scratching his balls, I saw. Yeah, but I'm only going to touch my stuff, so. No, I'm not even worried about the germ part, I'm just saying he's not a he's not. All professional. It's the magic of showbiz, baby. You no, I saw Terry Gross it. do it once. <laughs> she scratched her balls. <laughs> thought that's what broadcasters do. Only when I, you put in your 20. Yeah, next thing, oh, we got to get that button that slams the door on your subordinates. Like fucking Matt Lauer. Oh, yeah, well, we got to get beyond podcasts. We got to get TV. I think to have the door slam, you have to be on network television. We've got right? more listeners than Good Morning America. Yeah, I know we do, but it doesn't feel right just as far as for purity of show business. Uh, yeah. Respecting it. Like, you know, Joe Rogan and us, we could afford one of those buttons for our interns to trap them, but it's the modern day. You know, we're working out of weird f- warehouses and factories that we refurbished and yeah. hipster breweries. That <laughs> well, we, we don't have the overhead that Matt Lauer has. Yeah, I like... You... So technically, we're saving all, up all that money, so we should have multiple rape buttons <laughs> just within arm's reach. Okay, we could have the button, but... And be podcasters exclusively. Yeah. But we have to, I think, be really high up in a building. We have to be at least 20 floors up. I would say it has less to do with our distance from the ground uh-huh. and more to do with our distance from the highest that building goes. Okay. So... The Obviously, five floors, the building has to be over top. five floors, but if we're within the top three floors, because the guy in the top button floor, because it's always like, he you know. He makes the buttons. The guy in the top floor invented the buttons. I mean, come on. It's James Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you see those like offices, right? Where it's like the movies, it's like every floor is cubicles up to like 82. And then floor 83 is just the entire floor is just one guy's yeah. office. Yeah, hotels too. The higher you get, the bigger, the less rooms per floor, but the more fountains per. Yeah, or it's like Mandalay Bay in uh, Las Vegas, where the top three floors aren't even Mandalay Bay. They're like the Four Seasons, and they're owned by like some chic. And that's how you. Oh, they got a secret hotel in there. It's a secret hotel within a hotel, and that's how you can commit one of the largest mass shootings in American history, and no one bats an eye. That Matt Lauer thing is nuts because. He looks like a wimpy man. He didn't put the buttons in himself. Did no. they ever track down the button and stall I'd be surprised if he owns a screwdriver. I no, that's... He calls me. Is. He calls the prop department. I go get a raspberry pie, a couple servos, a door strut. We, we you know... Oh, so he just... He had the props people down down in the studio. Well, they sell together. the kits. You, it's like a garage door. It's like you open up the garage door thing and it's like flip down, you know... Two and four, and then that's yeah, the code. Yeah, well, it was for like garage a garage door. door. They would have time to get out because it would go down slowly. But you still have to hop they, over they the could, sensor. Yeah, they could <laughs> trip the sensor to make it. <laughs> All right, let's get the show on the road, folks. This one's going to be late, or it's already late, but we apologize. You know, we're out here wheeling and dealing, trying to find the tops of buildings. Yeah, we're doing things. We're co- we're, we're seeing a lot of real estate. We're grown ass men. I woke up at five a.m. this morning. The last thing I wanted to do was hit in fucking Hollywood Bowl traffic when there's not any anything happening at the Hollywood Bowl, and then spend twenty five minutes looking for fucking parking, and I still got to walk half a mile. Ooh. But I do it for you, folks. 
That's right. All 87 million of you, plus those seven guys in India and those two guys in France, they love us. They love us because we're nice to cows. Bonjour, homies. And we're nice to hairy women. That's the key to those markets, folks. This is hats off, gloves off, pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blast, and the yin and yang of podcasts, the contemporary kangaroo court for the modern era. We bring justice, right? The Holocaust was legal, folks. Legality has no bearing. You know what else is legal? Slavery. All kinds of crazy stuff is legal. Yeah, Jim Crow laws were laws, you sons of bitches. I don't trust no G-man. This podcast is for the people. We are both men of the people. And I'm going to kick it off (laughs) with the gloves off. All right. So this one goes out to, um, I think, is the ASPCA. Is that it? The animal thing? Or is it RSPCA? No. ASPCA stands for animals. Oh, fuck. Um, (laughs) Support. Animal support. People do. People also? Also. Oh, you said two, though, but with two O's, I learned that in grammar school. Two with two O's means also. So technically, you're right. The numbers don't add up, but... Thanks for uh, giving me that one. But when I broke out my whiteboard, it made sense. So this lady, she runs the... uh, It's called Growl, another acronym. I'm not even going to try to tackle that one. We'll get... I'll email... I'll tweet at Gary Busey. He's got an acronym for everything. But... uh, Growl CEO and director, Caroline Dawn Pennington, which doesn't she sound like a, an aristocrat? That sounds like uh, someone who hangs out on boats for sure. Dame Pennington, 47, was arrested on Friday and charged with 30 counts of ill treatment of animals. Oh. This is like uh, this whole story, you're going to see a theme of she's kind of like a Bernie Madoff character where you're like, I want, like, I have this a slight bit of extra money. Bernie made off of abusing animals? Yeah, she made off with a bunch of dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you're, you, right, you trust this guy. You're like, I have money. If I give my money, if I put it in this guy's hands, he's promised me a certain amount of return on this money. More money. Yeah. And then, and then he just takes all your money. It's like, that's the... That's the opposite of what I asked but you. This to lady do. just kills your pets. She's the head of Growl. She's the CEO of Growl in the local ASPCA. She's supposed to be taking care of animals. This place—it's a nonprofit that solicits donations. But it's just out of her house. According to deputies, the animals had been dead for a significant period based on the level of decomposition and appear to have died of starvation and dehydration. The animals are lying in their own waste when the situation was uncovered. So she just completely abandoned them, didn't feed them or give them water. So basically, yeah, it was in her house. She starved him to death. The neighbors, this is how she was found out, was... Well, first of all, it's it's conflicting because I read through the whole story. It doesn't make any sense. It says there was a complaint... About a smell of death coming from the residents, which is... Checks out. But that's a pretty, I don't know, p- uh, specific smell. You know what I mean? What is like some Vietnam veteran? He's just like, I've had this before. And he's, there must be 30 dead cats over there. <laughs> you know, though. <laughs> I know. You know when, you, when you do smell death, you know it. Yeah, one time I was at camp and they, uh, they had all these like uh, those plastic ketchup squeezers. But they had a different scent in all of them. You're supposed to guess the scent. And then one of them was... One was dead. One of them was... There was just a dead rat in one of them. (laughs) And then then I got a Vietnam flashback. I just saw my buddy Chuck. 
Ironically, his name was Charlie. We had to call him Chuck. You know, behind enemy lines, Charlie meant something else. But no, one of them was Pepper. And I was like, God damn, I know that fucking smell. What is that fucking smell? And then finally somebody was like, oh, that's Pepper. And I was like, God damn it. Now, for the rest of my life, ever since sixth grade, if I ever smelled Pepper, I went, I know what it is. No one wants to quiz me now, but I know what it is. Uh, Your day will come. Your day will come. One day you'll just sit down with a friend and someone just picks, picks up the shaker. What in the hell is this? And I just slowly put on a blindfold. This is my time to shine. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's pepper. No, next, I got to up my game, though. You know, I'm, I'm going to be 30 this year. I got to start picking out which pepper it is. You know what I mean? Am I talking about, oh. like, Indian whole peppercorns? Are we just talking about fucking oh, Morton's grinder? I wonder if you could smell the difference between, like, pink and uh, black pepper. I, 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 you have to, right? White pepper is like Asian pepper, right? Sure. It's got to, it tastes different. It's got to smell different. I don't know. Let me. I'm gonna get a, a pepper flight together when I get home. Yeah, let's put some <laughs> all the peppers. Let's have a little pepper sniff off. But so what's concerning to me is they said there was a re, there was reports of smell of death coming from the residents, but it says she turned herself in. That's how they found out about this. She. <laughs> She went and turned herself into the sheriff's station, which is also just a hilarious, like, she's she's not even running a Ponzi scheme. She's just, like, collecting donations and not feeding the animals with the donations she's getting. And it wasn't like, oh, three animals out of, like, you know, it's like every single animal under her watch was fucking Everyone. dead. Every oh, there were ten who made it? No, it wasn't like, oh, a bunch of them happened to die. She fed who she could. She just went full Stalin and was, you know what I mean? Or she went, she didn't go Stalin where she was like, you know, 30 animals have to die, but I got six that are being really well fed. She just, no, it was just. 110% Stalin? She's more of a Hitler of the local ASPCA. Um, Just starving. What a monster. In her house, dude. And it's, they were in kennels. That's, to be able to shut that out while you're just watching Game of Thrones on the couch? Oh, she definitely is like the type of person who like is obsessed with like Criminal Minds where she thinks that's a good show. Where it's like, it's watchable. I get it, but it's not a good show. It's not fucking Yellowstone. It's not Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, people like that. They'll, and they have like 500 episodes of those shows. <laughs> it's, it's insane. But uh, the sheriff said it's one of the worst cases of animal cruelty he's ever seen. One of the worst? <laughs> what the fuck is going on well, in Columbia, South Carolina? The ones we always read about, it's they always find them like starved almost to death in kennels covered, covered in their own feces. And then everyone comes together and adopts them. But they skip that part and they're just all dead. Well, I imagine like most animal cults, especially in South Carolina, it's got to be like, oh, this dog, you know, it's always just been chained to the tree in the front yard. And it's like its collar is fusing to its skin. You know, like sad calls. But like... This is a bordering on a fucking dog holocaust. <laughs> this lady is just like watching goddamn Wheel of Fortune. I wonder if she did anything with the corpses, like scooped them into the corner or nothing. The garage. That nothing. What a complete mental break to just leave to live amongst that smell. It was just thirty kennels full of dead animals, and she said, and, and they said by the looks of it, the animals hadn't been touched in months. It's fucking insane. How could you listen to animals? dying oh well get this she gets up in the morning wades through the stench of death 
makes her coffee, maybe watches like half an episode of Seinfeld while she's having yeah, breakfast. Well, Price is right. And she goes to work. Her actual paycheck came from the Kershaw County Humane Society. So this is like her entire life. She's head of the ASPCA. She's the CEO of her own nonprofit, and she works the Humane Society. She's a triple threat. If you're, you know, she's not J-Lo, but she's a triple threat. If you're into saving animals, she's hitting them on all frontiers. She's covering all her bases. This seems like a complete snapping of her, of her mind. Like, it seems like yeah. she was a normal person who really cared about animals. And then, oh, you know what it could be? What? COVID could have made her lose her sense of smell. Oh, and then maybe she like swam a lot and had so water in her ears. It's so China's she, fault. <laughs> it's China's fault. She couldn't smell the death and she couldn't hear him crying. And because of COVID, you know, she was scared to go to the grocery store to get dog food. Yeah, maybe they scared her into staying home. I'm, hey, lady, you know what? This started as a gloves off, but That's I'm all about that you. Skrilla. If you, we we just spitballed for like four minutes and we came up with a solid defense for you. Because so telling you had COVID, like beyond, I feel like yeah, something just broke inside her mind. Because this seems beyond an evil person. Because an evil person would at least go over there and poke them and torture them or something. Yeah, but to just be indifferent, yeah, just be completely indifferent <laughs> and not have that smell. How could that smell not bother you? That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I remember know. smelling uh, when I was a little kid, smelling uh, my pepper? stepsister's. <laughs> yeah, it was pepper. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I was like, man, hope a dead body. Oh, I can't imagine what a dead body smells like. <laughs> Worse than pepper, right? Just a dead lizard. My stepsister's dead lizard was uh-huh. god awful smelling. It was in the dead in the cage for a few days. I imagine. And they don't have like people bodies. They might they have like weird foreign lizard bodies. People's gotta smell worse than a lizard. People's gotta smell. Because lizards like they don't have much meat on them. We're juicier. We have more funk. Pus. Definitely. Definitely more. Like, if you just, like, leave a body alone, like, it'll just bloat. Like, the gases, the dead gases just build up. Yeah, lizard will more dry out. Mm-hmm. Or will bloat out and explode. Yeah, when, or, like, when a cow bloats, you're supposed to just stab it in the stomach. <laughs> and then you just figure it out. You're just like, all right, well, the gas is out. But at least it's alive. But they also, I don't know, just hit, hit them with a hot brand. Never, don't even hit him with some like burn relief cream. That's one of the best YouTube videos, old ones, is just this giant dead whale all bloated out, bloated just huge on the beach. And they just have this giant blade and they just poke it oh, from explodes. far away and it just explodes <laughs> right at him. That's, you know what sucks is that's the second best whale exploding video. Yeah. <laughs> the classic the one chunks, from like Spike TV back in the day. But the actual. TNT they put, Yeah, sticks of dynamite, like Wiley yeah, Coyote. It was like, what, four miles inland from the from the Oregon coast. Like, <laughs> the amount, uh, the distance, the chunks covered was, I remember being like two miles or something wild. But then here I see some sketchy behavior happening also is because the local Humane Society says we, are, we were unaware of our former employees' actions. They're already covering their bases legally. She's already fired. We already handled it. And are truly shocked and heartbroken. They said (laughs) in their next statement, uh, our dedicated staff will continue with our mission to serve the lost and homeless pets of Kershaw County, and we will investigate this matter further. I don't trust you. 
You had this bitch on payroll. You're supposed to be out there stopping these people. It's like the police officer that has like a, a chick tied up in his basement. They always say that. So they'll be like, oh, should these people be held accountable because they should have known, they should have picked up on her? You always see that, like, how did the lady not know her boyfriend was a, you know, con yeah. artist or a murderer? But, so we shouldn't really put these people in jail for not knowing because it's not on them in that way. But we should make them do some, like, pick up trash for a few <laughs> weekends. If, like, hey, Something. goofball, pay more attention. Like, we don't want you to be a full, like, nosy narc, but... I guess hindsight's, you know. No, the neighbors tried. They're like, hey, there's death coming from my neighbor's house. And they're like, we'll get to it. And it took her, she turned herself in. But here's the kicker is animal cruelty is not that big of a deal. I especially, I imagine in South Carolina. So what they're getting her on is potential fraud. Because people were donating to this growl organization. Going to the money. Yeah. yeah. Al Capone style. <laughs> you got to get her on taxes. <laughs> get her on taxes. Well, she's receiving money. The, this this organization she founded, Growl, is a registered nonprofit. She was receiving money. They, growl is they so won't say how much, that, but yeah. and this Growl organization, <laughs> Growl, uh, um, they were all the animals were whimpering. That's the irony is they weren't growling at oh, all. Oh, Growl, they gross, were... retarded old woman lying. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read the fine print. But, uh, I mean, that's just insane. But the fact that they're investigating themselves, get keep the sheriff's department involved, folks. Well, okay. This lady either just randomly snapped and just did this out of the blue, or we need to look into her background and see what other animals was she house-sitting or mysteriously disappeared. Every single animal was dead. Even if I just growl was... years ago, was she working at... A humane society in a different North Carolina, you know, traveling around like how they do with priests. All right, all the animals are dead again. Time to hop a train with a new ID. I heard California's nice. (laughs) I'll be back when the angels win the pennant. (laughs) Lady's a monster. Or just lost her mind all of a sudden. Yeah, she's terrible. But, like, you can't... Even if Growl... Even if it didn't even extend beyond the reaches of her local community in Kershaw County, if it received $9 a month, you know, like you can at least feed one animal or two. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you got to give them wet food, but how much is fucking (laughs) Alpo? I feel like she just snapped. Uh, I'm not giving her the benefit of the doubt on nothing. This kook's going away for a long time, folks. And it's and it's not because she just slowly watched while thirty animals died around her. It's not like they all died on the same day. Is this is probably a three week period where every day an animal is dying of starvation and dehydration. Dehydration. She's not even giving them water, and she's just gone, dude. Wild. Wild. All right. What do you got? What do I've got? Well, I got a. Yeah, I got a. I got a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. No, this is a gloves off, actually. I, I swapped the story. This, uh, yeah, this is a hard, hard gloves off. Get the fuck out of here! We missed it. We uh, didn't do it last week, so it's less topical. But that a uh, big Texas shooting that everyone was talking about. What Texas shooting? Gloves off to that guy. <laughs> Uh, 1026, I'm on scene. Um, prepared to do absolutely nothing. Roger? 
Yeah, close off to the whole situation because, well, one, I was kind of pissed because when all this happened, I was seeing news or reports that it was a both an illegal immigrant and transgender person, <laughs> and I was amped. That was going to take so much stink off this white male school shooter. And, I mean, think about the shit show if it actually was an illegal immigrant transgender lady. Oh, in Texas? Uh, it well, it's easier in... to hop that border wall with a skirt on. <laughs> it would, uh... uh... <laughs> <laughs> so thank gloves off to you guys for getting my hopes up you know ma- just making shit up thank you 4chan it was wild too because they just found someone who looked close enough on reddit and, <laughs> and shared the photos everywhere and then the real person was getting death threats which was insane because that person was dead still alive you know so like you're where the speaking of lapse of judgment or yeah. just the connection and then I w- when reading more about the case, what the gloves off for me is that this shooting popped off at 11.32 a.m. 28 minutes before lunch, man. You couldn't let these kids play a little kickball? <laughs> Jump rope before they meet their demise? Yeah. I mean, because it was an elementary school, right? Recess was never better than elementary. Like, you get to junior high, they start calling it break, like first break. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not fun anymore. It's not fun. There's no hopscotch. Once they start calling it break, that's when, like, the school gives you some weird, like, organizer notebook, and you have to start... A planner? ...caring about what weird shoes you're wearing, because <laughs> people will rag on you. <laughs> so, he should have let those kids play yeah. first, and I looked up the lunch menu that day. Mm-hmm. It was pizza day, bro. Yeah, now it actually feels sad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this guy, everyone, everyone on the news is talking about him just being a sociopath and a psycho and everything, but he's fucking rude too. What? What he didn't say thank you when somebody held the door for him? Yeah, he's just rude. Let him have lunch. Let him have one lunch. You <laughs> couldn't wait till one o'clock. Yeah, or wait till they get out. Oh no! Uh, you, you know don't what? Murder. It sucks to die in an empty stomach. There's no. Yeah. It, it would be so nice. Yeah. Oh, just that. Just that close to lunch pisses me off. You get so home much. after that long hectic day, like you were nowhere near the shooting, but you were in this. Like you're attending the school. You're like, <laughs> mom's like, "Hey, how's school, sweetheart?" You're like. It was the worst. I didn't even get lunch. (laughs) (laughs) And it was pizza day. And it just cut to the sad lunch lady just sitting in the cafeteria, just pouring out tray after tray of flatbread pizzas. Yeah, that that was the... Those hoagie rolls cut in half turned into pizzas. Uh, That's a bummer. Yeah, how many they had. It was even better than pizza day because I more thought of the pizza day thing as a joke. And then I actually looked up the menu and... It was breakfast for lunch day. So it was tater tots, sausage, pancakes, apples, and milk, which is a great pizza optional. So it was still pizza day. And Bro. the next day was manager special, which is just leftover. So if you would have done it on a Wednesday, <laughs> I just I would feel better. That lunch sounds good to an elementary school kid, but if I ate that right now, 
I got 10 minutes to get to a bathroom. Oh, I'm fine. That's what norms is without the applesauce. Pancakes? Without the apples to bind you. Pancakes and apple and a milk? To give you fiber. Milk dude, doesn't bother dude, me. I'm going to take a shit so bad you should call the police. <laughs> so I can just get law enforcement involved. Don't call these cops because they didn't do nothing. That's You know what? This is one of those ones where I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. And I'm conspiratorially minded, I've been told. But... <laughs> But I'm like, no, I'm very pragmatic. Allegedly. I'm like, okay, oh, guys, stop. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I like to dispel shitty conspiracies because there are real ones out there. You know what I mean? But this oh, is out there. This is one of those ones where I'm like, like, it's insane. Like, the cops were outside the school tasing the parents for trying to get in. It's like, what's it going to hurt? You know what I mean? Their reputation if they let a mom get killed, but then look at their reputation after. Let a mom get killed. You're like, either way, students are dying. What what does it matter if, you know, 19 students and a mom die? Let the mom in. Because a couple parents did get in and they got their fucking kids out. Yeah, they did. That's, yeah. Weren't those parents, though, like, weren't they cops themselves who were off duty? Or or at least border patrol who were off. I think, but. The whole thing was fishy. It's crazy. Because also, it's like... When just the string of shootings after, we've had a ton of shootings. Also, I expect this in, like, Vermont. You know what I mean? For the cops to be all Nancys. Or if, it, like, this, this shooting happened in, like, Oregon or Maine or something. You know what I mean? But Texas? You would think Texas police officers get up every single day, and as they're, like, pinning their badge to their shirt, they're going, I hope a school shooting happens today. I'd love to be that guy. Well, that's what scares me the most about guns is knowing... Knowing people in my life with guns who want, some people have guns and they just want it for protection, and some people want to use that goddamn oh, yeah. thing because they were bullied when they were younger. But I have, I know people who want to use their guns so bad. My dad's in the middle. He's just, <laughs> he like, he'll every night before he goes to bed, like clockwork, he'll like, all right, it's eight thirty, I got to be up early, so. I'm going to pull the shotgun out of the safe. That goes under the bed. The revolver goes in the nightstand. Everything's loaded. Like and pr- Instead of praying, he yeah. grabs all the guns. He's out. like a type of guy who's like, oh, who knows? Maybe I'll just leave the front door unlocked for shits and giggles. Yeah, that that's how that's how my, gran- my grandpa wanted to use his gun, too. He's an example <laughs> of this, but for a different reason, because... Not because he was bullied, but because he had was a cop, so he got to use his gun uh, for a very long time. But, he, yeah, he was like that, where I felt like he would, like, leave a diamond ring in front of his apartment door with the with the door open mm-hmm. a crack. I always thought that's how I'd die, because I'd always go over there and wake him up, and that as I'm creeping up the stairs to wake him up, he would grab the one under his mattress and <laughs> light my ass yeah. up on the stairway. <laughs> How's that lead taste, punk? <laughs> oh, it's you. Fuck. Ah, oh, fuck. Which I think, I mean, I don't know. That would be cool. Which my dad's move is actually pretty sick. It's because one time this guy, I guess like a house party got broken up, up the street. What move? Like he reloads a shotgun with one hand? Well, I'm getting to it. So he, there was, um, it's the only time he ever got to use it. But a house party got broken up, a bunch of, like, high schoolers. Nice. And this kid I know, I know the move. hopped oh, into our backyard and was trying to get in the sliding glass door to hide from the cops, which is, like, just duck in the backyard yeah, somewhere. No one... Sure, there's a barbecue you but can hide under. My stepmom woke him up, and she's like, I think someone's trying to get in the house. So then she, he walks and checks out the back door, and she goes and walks, looks out the front of, like, the front window into the driveway, and there's a guy hiding behind her car, like, crouched, and he gives her the shush sign. He goes, like, be cool about this lady. 
Because, oh, he caused, made a bunch of noise because he was like hopping the fence and he landed in the dog's water. So like a metal bowl went flying yeah. and everything. Um, so they're up and she's like, and she just starts yelling at him and she just runs out the front door. Like, get the fuck away from my house. Like, this guy could be a criminal. You don't know. He's just a shitty high schooler at this point. But my dad's move is he's got the revolver on him. But while he's still in his bedroom, he just racks the shotgun. He just racks a shell out. That's loud enough. Just so you know, he's coming out with it. Yeah, that's a good move. I've even come home late a couple of times, and he's just, I'm just like, because there was, can hear there was it. one of those chain locks, but it had a buzzer on it, and then it like, you can close the door and the buzzer goes off, but sometimes the chain just stuck in there, and it's going to be, eh, and he goes, just so you know, I've got a fucking gun, and I'm like, dad, it's me, he's like, oh, hey, oh, shit, why don't you text me, I would have left it unlocked, <laughs> but uh, the fact that these fucking cops literally like helped the bad guy. In Texas. Well, seeing the picture of, I think the photo I saw was like eight eight of the cops just standing outside, what, either a classroom or the classroom, and it just seems so pathetic. Like, what would be? It would just be so lame being a cop to you're like oh shooter shooter you get there you're in the building you're feeling the heat you're feeling the adrenaline, and then you're ordered to just stand there. What was the casualties? 20-something, 22. Yeah, it was like a full classroom. Yeah. If you're standing outside that door, it's like, we can't go in because then he might open fire. The second he fires a shot, take the door. Well, that's the most confusing part. Were they? What makes me think they're all just fucking idiot, backwards-ass cops from some shit border town is that... Maybe they were just standing outside the wrong door so they couldn't hear the shots because it was the right door was like way on the other side of the school and they just won't admit that part. 19 children and two teachers. So, yeah, that's an entire classroom. So, well, I'm, I'm still confused on it because at one point they were saying he went, it was just he took out one class, locked the door, barricaded, took out a class, and then they said he went to multiple classes. That sounds like one door, one class. Two teachers, so at best, two, teachers two classes. Class. That makes sense. Well, a lot of those classes had adjoining doors, too. Yeah, or a student teacher. Yeah, or the teachers share, like, a, a middle room or something. Who knows? But fuck you, you yeah. fucking cowards. Fuck you. Yeah. And the, fuck you, 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 you illegal immigrant <laughs> tranny rude boy who doesn't <laughs> let people enjoy lunch. <laughs> Did you see the... Uh, the one video, because the cops are all standing out like in the street, um, and they all have like assault rifles on them, like different versions of like M16s or ARs, and they're like on slings, and they're like trigger discs when they're all standing there, all at the ready. And the guy, there's a guy, he's that's filming. He's literally just filming them, going, "It's happening!" Like he's just he's just so mind boggled. He's like, "It's happening right now!" And the cops just saying, "He's like he's just going, why do you have guns?" He's like, this is why you have guns. Go in there. And the cop's like, sir, you need to step back. He's like, what is happening? Can you imagine that, like, frustration of being like, you got the gun. That's why you're holding it. For the, mo- the, the worst case scenario, that, this is why you, you even have access to those guns. For so this type of gun. For this exact situation. This is what you did your SWAT training for out in the desert. I'm actually kind of gloves off to Texas too. No, I mean, you know, all, all these, all this talk about big bad Texans and their big bad guns. How come 
all the uh, citizens and just show up with all their guns and... Form a posse. Form a posse, exactly. Show up and outnumber the cops and say, put your guns down, officer, mm-hmm. respectfully, but you're a bitch, and then go inside. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> respectfully put down Ma'am. your gun, you massive pussy. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> Howdy. Hold my big hat. Yeah, I was expecting some guy to pull up in like a white Cadillac Eldorado with a longhorns on the hood. Yeah, I think, yeah, Texans. Yeah, yeah everything's bigger in Texas. Like they're uh, big talk and they're bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I would be like, oh, don't let a guy from Texas hear you say that, but what's he going to do? Stand outside your house for four hours while something heinous happens inside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do, Texas, you fucking homos? You're going to, oh, oh, no. Are you, bro, if my kid was in that school, if if my second cousin was in that school, you at least, like, get closer to the building. You know what I mean? You're like, let's check this entrance. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Everyone has guns in Texas. Like, every single house, I, I was in, everyone has guns in Texas. I'm thinking of the amount, I was in Texas for five days, mostly in Austin, the rest isolated on a ranch, and I saw like four people's guns. (laughs) Yeah, fucking, ugh, Jesus Christ. How did they not get together and go and shoot that little wimpy kid? That's what I'm saying, it's like, it it literally makes no sense. It was like, it was, seemed like it was like Columbine style, where the kids, you know, that kid said he was bullied and he was a weirdo, and, but again... I was reading... Also, go kill your bullies. Don't kill a bunch of third graders, you fucking yeah, he was idiot. in high school. Kill your bullies. I'm fine with... If you, I get that. A bully is usually going through something. He was bullied or he's being beaten at home. or You know, it's something else that he's passing on to you. This cycle of abuse. But at best, kill your bullies. Yeah. Yeah, and his mom was a You are a, a fucking coward to kill children. Yeah, mom, that isn't unless you're like junkie. running the country or I something. Know what then his it's needed. Did. His shot, he fucked up. He didn't kill her, but he shot her his grandma in the face. Well, before she, he went out. Well, I got to be honest. She probably deserved it. If if you raised a person who raised a school shooter, and then he shoots you in the face. Well, his mom. Yeah, grandma. I don't know much about the grandma. Mom's a junkie. There might be some molesting going on. The mom too. She's like, <laughs> her first statement was like, "Don't judge. Please him. don't judge my son." It's like. She's high on heroin. That's why she's saying that. She's, <laughs> she's please don't judge my. <laughs> just fucking uh, nodding off. Brutal. Kill your grandma. Kill your mom. I'd say kill your dad, but I'm guessing you don't know him. Like most school shooters, you don't come from a fucking family. He had an ex girlfriend too. They, I, I kill your girlfriend. Kill people you know. From his ex girlfriend. He did, did he pick? Was that yeah, even hey, his? Don't you know, bud? That's what scares us the most. When it's a targeted shooting, you know. I was at the comedy store when that guy got killed. I wasn't scared because I knew right away it wasn't a random yeah. shooting all over the place. Yeah. Kill yeah, they, people who fuck you over. I mean, don't kill anyone. Don't kill anybody. But if you are going to kill people, let's just accept that as a matter of you know reality. That's a part of life. Sometimes people got to kill people. I gotta go night night forever. Sometimes. Yes, yeah, so, you know, somebody sings like a bird. They also gotta go sleeping with the fishes. They gotta go. That's just the way of the world. But these kids didn't choose that life. These kids didn't bully. How funny would that be? <laughs> he chose the elementary school because that was who was bullying him. <laughs> 
<laughs> just a bunch of second graders completely demoralizing. I mean, we did that. We bullied my little league te- uh, coach into fucking uh, modifying his truck. So we were like twelve, and he was like forty. It could have been that way, but was it? I don't even know if he went. That was his elementary school, so like he was familiar with the place, or he just like picked the closest location where he can get the most deaths. Or it had to have been his. It's such a small town. It. I think. I think it's elementary, junior, and high school. There's one. One option each. I mean, that's how I grew up. But there's a, uh, I don't know, there's just, there's a lot of weird shit about it. Well, hopefully we can find more information. Like, if this is going to be a Mark Wahlberg movie, right? Where there's, like, a conspiracy and he's got to stop it and there's, like, weird shady shit going down and, like, government guys. And then, like, Danny Glover plays a colonel who's like, you dug too deep this time. You know what I mean? Like, this is how it would play out. This is. Okay, well then, let me, okay, let me amend something. Gloves off to either the school shooter as an individual or, let's say, the U.S. government for planning it at 1132 instead of later. Well, then that's another gripe I've got is the U.S. government. People are a lot of saying a lot of people are going, oh, maybe, you know, Soros was involved. Maybe the Clintons because, you know, like that uh, they, that Durham Soros report and the Clintons do. Tend well, that Durham report up. trial was happening against that guy, Mike something, I think, whatever. It's not the Clintons, but they're <laughs> whoever they can try and pin it on. But, like, serious trials are going down. Like, Fauci's getting, like, his fucking uh, funding renewed. Like, a lot of big shit's going on. That's what, what, The whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial, whenever anything takes up the news cycle, the Will Smith slap, whenever anything like that happens, just peruse the news because they're trying to fucking up. cover up something. Well, and yeah, then this school the classic, shooting. Like, yeah, they pass bills on Christmas yeah. Eve at 11.58. <laughs> All the politicians get together and... Just start rattling shit off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but but that just happens, though. It's just like, oh. When they do big stuff, like, uh, we're really going to fuck the dolphins over on this big tuna (laughs) deal we're doing. Yeah, it's like, Christmas, Christmas. I just got a a wire transfer from Starkist. We got to fuck those (laughs) dolphins up. But I don't think the government was involved, frankly, because you think about it, right? They need baby brains to stay young, from what I hear. They drink the the, <laughs> the frontal cortex, the adrenochrome. Yeah, they got to get the chromichromes out of the babies. So why would they want to kill babies? They're the ones who want to kill the babies. So who knows? And also maybe it could be another thing of like this entire thing, like something shady was going down in Uvalde. Maybe they're building the 5G tower. You know what I mean? And So when you Google Uvalde and click on the news tab, you're not getting any of this 5G tower nonsense. Yeah, like that, uh, like that con artist comedian uh, who changed his name to Quincy Jones. So when you Google him, you don't Google his arrest record. <laughs> it just comes up with the music producer. Yeah, and then he uh, also li- producer lies of... about dying of cancer. <laughs> gets a special. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's in town. You'll see him. But uh, yeah, I, HBO pulled the special too. Odd. You can't just watch it. Something fishy. Hmm. Maybe Joe Biden's behind that, too. I think so. I mean, it's hard to believe he's behind anything other than, I don't know, uh, his alphabet. He's behind <laughs> on his alphabet. It goes A, B, uh, ah, you know the rest. He's probably behind on, like, uh, the new Walker, Texas Ranger season. No, he's probably all caught up. You think so? <laughs> no, Joe Biden definitely watches Criminal Minds. 
That, I, that would be so awesome. He, he a watches. Journalist could ask him, "Do you watch Criminal Minds?" <laughs> and the answer would be yes. And then they just hit him with. I something. love it. It's a great show. It's a good. It's the best I mean, show. I how do they come up with these scenarios? It's all pulled from the headlines. They know what they're doing. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. You fucking. Idiot. You don't like it? Come on, man. It's great. It's Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. The guy's a legend. Hot girls, hot guys on the show. Dreamboats. <laughs> they got some type of half retard, but he's good at science. <laughs> what, you, what, what more can you ask for? When I first saw CSI, I was like, what else are they going to do? And then CSI Miami came out. It also had a Who song. CSI New York, Gary Sinise. He loves the veterans. Come I on, folks. I made love to my wife for the first time in 10 years after I saw CSI. Yeah, my wife, she, she sold 276 copies of her book. I got 80 million votes and less than 300 people bought my wife's book. Come on, man. It's common sense. I got to work on my Biden. That's coming together. Yeah, it's not bad. So gloves off to those fucking pinko commie police officers. Everyone. Gloves off Grandma, to... Grandma, the kid, uh, these cops. Also, gloves off to... If you didn't get that photo that came out of them with the SWAT team. Like yeah. They just did SWAT training and were looking all tough. Oh, my God. Gloves off to also, if you weren't one of the parents getting tased, because that person tried to get in and they tased him, and they tased, I think, a man and a woman, which is so fucking, like, remove yourself from all of it. That is hilarious. Like, if that's a sketch, like a fucking, a school shooting is happening, and you're like, you got to go stop this, and they're like, fuck you, and then you're like, I'm going in, they tase you. Uh, but it would be a sketch, yeah. You just make it where they're the only black parents. But wasn't it like hours? To get tased. He was. It was an hour and twenty minutes. I yeah, believe. go in. The timeline has changed a bunch, you know. But I, from what I gather, pretty sure it was an hour and twenty minutes from entering the school to him being dead. Go in from shot to death. First shot to death. That is absolutely ludicrous. Bro, you give me ninja stars. Insane. You give me throwing stars. I'm going to stop a school shooter faster than Uvalde PD. With all the weapons, all the parents who have weapons, everyone... If you had zero weapons, you could just swarm him. Like how bees just like, they just yeah. vibrate on things and overheat them. You could get, honestly, and you could do it with parents where you would get like 30 parents together and say, someone's going to get fucked in this situation. One, maybe two. Maybe three but might, we're going might not even die, but we're all going to clobber this fool. Like, it would, say, it would take me four minutes to be like, to realize the cops aren't doing anything. They're not starting any formations. They're not lining up anywhere. They're not putting on their special gear. Just get two cool dads and steal a desk from a different class and just push yourself into the classroom with the desk. Something. Grab every stapler you can and just hurl it at Bro, you give me a set of catcher's gear and a pair of nunchucks. I'm going to stop a school shooter better than Uvalde Police Department. Yeah, how did the... This should have been the situation where the PE teacher stepped up, where he maybe was a veteran or something, and he just stepped up and popped out of the vents and just tackled his ass. No. And then the cops blamed the teachers? Did you see that? No. Oh, I for, I just saw the headline, but it was like Uvalde police now placing blame on the teachers. It's like, I mean, teachers have been getting a, a rough run too, but they're not earning anybody's favor either. They're trying to turn everybody's kids gay, and then they can't even stop a goddamn shooting. If you're gonna make my son gay, at least stop him from getting shot. 
Because then we both lose. You turned him gay for no reason. Now he's a gay dead kid. Now he's dead. He can't even be progressive. Six <laughs> feet in the ground. Figure it out. Yeah, and one, well, one bummer, too, another gloves off, is because of the shooting, a company came up with the idea to get drones with uh, tasers attached. <laughs> so you could, like, the cop could fly into the classroom to give a teacher or something along those lines, but uh, they've decided not to proceed and will not be manufacturing the taser drones. I was looking forward to taser drones. Well, it's just simple stuff. Like, I don't know, like, hey, how about... During school hours, like I, when I was in high school, we never had a shooting, but there was one entrance. You're only allowed to come in one way, in and out, during school hours. That's simple. That'll help a bunch. Figure it out, man. Just so many guns in that state. That place has... uh... And Texas, that's the thing. I can't keep getting hung up on. It's fucking Texas, man. Of all the places... All the last, like, ten shootings that happened in Texas is, like, that guy went into the church with a shotgun, and then some, like, 80-year-old man just stood up in the back row and blew his fucking brains out. It was, like, a grocery store. Some guy came in with a gun for it. He even unloaded a shot. Some guy just took him the fuck out. Yeah. Like, that's Texas. Now, all of a sudden, a f- fucking second and third graders? For an hour and 20 minutes. The, the length of time an is hour baffling. And tw- <laughs> I can't figure that out. Holy shit, man. And it's not an hour and 20 minutes like, oh, he's in the school. It's like he was firing and they weren't going in. It's like, don't breach the door because then he might start firing. But he's in the process of mass murder. Go in. On pizza day. Mass murder on pizza day. On fucking pizza. Pizza and breakfast for lunch day. It's a dream. Ugh. You know the lunch lady. She's just been waiting all year for that. That's the day she gets her comeuppance, you know? She finally gets her due because she organized. She made the menu. Because, you know, lunch ladies make the menu? That's, like, part of their job. I, guess it's I just figured some office it. bitch did that. But, no, it's the lunch lady's job. It's, like, she plans out the menu. Yeah, there's got a head lunch lady. <laughs> My neighbor across the street. The Fuhrer of the lunchroom? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I think, yeah, we bummed everyone else out with that. No, I had a good time. Yeah, I, yeah it was enjoyable. Sweet. All right, I got another gloves off. Real negative this week. Sorry, folks. That's all I got, too. My next one's the gloves. I am fucking tired of people being depressed. I'm fucking over it, dude. You think I'm happy? You think my whole life is just sunshine and puppy dogs and rainbows and hot chicks offering me blowjobs and... You know what I mean? Like, life sucks. Get over it. Look, oh, I'm having a hard day. Guess Guess who else is having a hard day? Absolutely everybody. Everybody except, even Dan Bilzerian is just, he's worth like a billion dollars. He like loses a million dollars just to feel alive. Like, nobody's happy. Bill Gates wants to like own the planet. Like, Elon Musk isn't happy. He's not, like, because his rockets don't work right or something. Like, nobody in the world is fucking happy. No, that's why, yeah, I, yeah, that's, life to me is, uh, just trying to do all kinds of new and different things to get adrenaline rushes so <laughs> I can be happy in the short moment when I'm living in the moment. Is that why you have those marks around your neck? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's like, uh, yeah, people offer random stuff to you. Like, hey, you want to go uh, frogging? It's like, yeah, that's got to give me a rush of some sort. Yeah, yeah, I never, I've never yeah. been frogging. That yeah. sounds cool. Uh, stab a frog with a stick while we drink Bud Light and then we cook them? Yeah, I'm down. 100%. That kind of stuff. 
Figure out, you get well, a hobby. With, and then the next year, I do the frogging with a noose around my neck. Yeah, so I can just... really get on. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just like. I talked to like it, it, six it's... people today. It's so bad that like it's rubbing off on me. Like one guy was just having a mental breakdown. You know, somebody else was just having, like, oh, I'm just having a hard day. It's like, I get it, but this is like. I also got up at the same time as you and I put my boots on and I said good morning. You know, I wait, I, you know, I brought bagels the other day. I'm fucking depressed too. But you tackle the world. You don't put your shit on other people. You fucking figure it out. Go golfing. F- go fishing. Get a hobby. Get some, do macrame. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, people, Leave it at the door. But people you, being out of the depression closet is brutal. It is fucking obnoxious, dude. It makes me like yearn for the days of like old iron workers. Just go home and hit your wife. Why are you taking it out on me? Yeah, you can't. So someone's someone's got to suffer. Us, and, everyone's got to suffer. Well, it sucks being someone who uh, like generally listens to people and likes to have conversations with mm-hmm. different people because. These same people who used to talk to me about interesting things are now just and something so selfish about it. You know, where yeah. it's like, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And uh, my thing with, yeah, we all get sad. We all, but just do everything you possibly can to have some sort of hobby and keep exercising <laughs> your life on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And. That's kind of the most you can do. And if you have crazy imbalances, there are some medications. But a lot of it yeah. can be worked out with food, exercise, and food, hobby, dude. And hobbies. Doing this, things that give you This guy I was talking to last week, he's like, man, I've just been really out of it. I'm just like hazy and I'm fucking depressed and all that. Just unloading on me. And I'm just like, and it was also, we had already been past the point where, because it's like, I try to offer solutions. You know what I mean? But then diabetes for At a certain point, I was just like, hey, man, every time I see you, you're holding a bag of fast food. That's got something to do. That's not a theory. That's not a theory of mine. I'm not. I'm not wearing a lab coat, and I still know that has something to do with your fucking unhappiness, man. And it's not be like, oh, it's a sad thing to get fast food. It's like, no, there's weird poisons in this shit. Have a fucking salad. Take a goddamn Xanax if you want. There's help out there. You're eating weird poison food. Yeah, we should get all of them addicted to Xanax. It's ruining comedy too because you can. Really just do a set with no laughs and no actual jokes. <laughs> but you've got all the depressed people in the audience who are just listening to you yeah. because they have the same thing and they feel spiritual with you. Oh, get over it, dude. Wake up in the morning, say, I fucking hate my life to yourself in the mirror as you're brushing your teeth. You don't even like consciously say it. You're just, you just give yourself like a look. We're just like, here we fuck we go again. But then you was, start your yeah, day. My, mine is always, you were just here. Like, it's not deja vu. <laughs> you know it, but you're like, motherfucker. It's this, I was just here yesterday at this time, and it came by so I know, so dude. Fast. I, I'll, I'll put on my boots, and like once a month, I do, it just while I'm tying my boots, because it's got like the hooks. So I'm like, i got to feed them through. And it takes, it's like a minute, full minute process, which is a long time to put on shoes. But every time, I'm like, like again, every day I got to do this. You know what I mean? We were just like, motherfucker. Again. I tried to wear sneakers one day. I tried to wear sneakers one day. It was hot. I was wearing shorts. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear my kicks. No good. Went out. I sat outside at the picnic table and had lunch outside work. My ankles got covered in bug bites. I can't have nothing. Did I go bitch to people about it? Did I walk around all mopey for the rest of the day? Did I pass on? It's like, you're being a dick. 
You are actively being a dick. And I get it if whatever you're going through something, I'm treating you with manners and respect and a smile. I don't expect a smile in return, but I at least expect like a courtesy of acknowledge. Like, listen, I didn't hit you. I'm not your dad. I have nothing to do with this. I'm trying to be helpful. And you're just, you were, because somebody said something weird to you four days ago, you're being mean and rude to me? What the fuck is that? You, hey, I don't know, maybe buy a pair of pants that fit. You're a fucking, I don't know. No, I'm just going to start, <laughs> let's just start naming specific people. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but this, our whole generation, everybody around our age, it's, they got fucking cargo shorts and a Star Wars shirt well, and their fat fucking girlfriend and they're like, why am I sad? It's like, because you haven't achieved anything in your fucking life. You've never tried something, been bad at it and keep trying it until you get at least decent or proficient or, you know what I mean? You, 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 you try something three times and then you fucking give up and that's your fucking sadness because you've never accomplished anything in your well, fucking life. Yeah, if your depression is because you're not where you want to be in life, then... Your, that's different. Your light should be that you've worked towards that and yeah. get what you want. But yeah, it's just. Well, I knew this. I used to know this. One of my buddies, I just stopped talking to him because he's constantly quitting things. And eventually it's like, hey, man, why don't. Hey, next time shoot for the stars because you keep aiming for the middle at best and failing. That's got to feel bad. You're going to keep doing this. Might as well shoot for the fucking stars this time. Yeah, well, the depression thing, too, is it's also, like, a cycle of trends, so it's annoying because everyone jumps on the same bandwagon at the same time, so it's, like, everyone's just getting this information through social media, so everyone's, it's a viral thing, where I think the next thing is, uh, it's not going to be as much depression, everyone, it's autistic people, because autistic reality shows are popular, and then you watch them, and when you... It's like reading a horoscope. When you see like any similarity to yourself, you're like, "Oh, that's me. I'm autistic." And <laughs> my thing is, okay, you're Yeah, everyone's sad and autistic. They should have diagnosed it earlier, but here we are now. Now you got it. Yeah, and well, it's also what are you it's like do? Let's keep moving. What are you going to go to autistic school now? Go to sad school? <laughs> you go to... go to sad school? Yeah, you're going to go to sad school. <laughs> If you want, if you think therapy helps, go to therapy. Uh, Dude, I wish they would put them all in a classroom, specifically in Uvalde. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Here's a prescription. A Mexican boy who's been bullied. Oh, dude, it's it's obnoxious and it's so rude. That's another it's thing. Really rude. Like, There's and nobody gets. Self- it's super selfish. It's insane. Because it justifies your selfishness where it's like, oh, I'm not a dick. I'm just depressed. Yeah. So you can treat people poorly and then later be like, it's my disease. Oh, hey, I'm sorry about yesterday. It's like you were still an asshole. Like, I appreciate it that you're at least conscious of it. But I was talking to this guy a couple months ago and I'm trying to like, I'm like, I'm not just going to let you vent to me. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm on this medication, and then they got me, but that didn't work, and we're trying. It's like, I don't care, first of all. Just tell me you're having the sads today, and I can accept that. I have, you know, I have a bad day, like, once a month, but I'm just, like, quieter than normal, but I also just use escapes. I make fucking awful jokes all day long. Or I'll just give a warning to cheer right myself up. Bat, like, uh, 
I'm in a bad mood today. Something happened. Don't worry. It's not a huge deal. You know, it's not like I have cancer <laughs> or anything, but uh, I might be kind of a dick today. No, they, Yeah, or a fair warning. Big like, hey, sorry. I don't know what's up. And you don't use that card a lot, too. You've got to hold that card in your pocket so the card hold, re- retains value. But also, you're, you're not even good at being depressed. I'm fucking depressed. I've been depressed since I was fucking three years old. But, you, uh, but I'm not depressed because I learned to cope with it. And you, you remix the Spin Doctors and do like a gay remix. You know what, what I mean? If you want to suck me, baby, there's one thing I can do for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't. Do, not, I'm so lost. You do something doctor. in your head to cheer you oh, up. You sing the Spin Doctors. You, any song. Okay, you just all right, all right. you just replace the I word didn't get with that part. Now I I I put it all together. Yeah, you just sing Butterfly, but you replace it with like Jews or something, yeah, yeah. and it just makes you laugh to yourself. You like those are coping songs. mechanisms I came up with when I was like ten. To just be like, because I, re- I was like, hey, let's not put this on other people. But you're just walking around being fucking Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Or make, fucking Eeyore. It's even worse. dirty lyrics to songs. Get a nice, cool rock to hold in your pocket that's weighted. and Whatever helps. Go fishing. Go fishing. It's literally, find something you're bad at and do it until you're not bad at it. And literally, you won't be depressed. But that guy I was talking to, anyway, we're just sitting there rapping, and he's just rattling off all his shit. And I'm like, are you sleeping enough? What are you eating? And do you exercise? Because until you check those fucking boxes, there's nothing anybody can do for you. No medication's going to fix that. No fucking advice is going to fix anything. You have to to get to a certain level. That is your base level of what a functioning human being should do. But no, you're overweight. You fucking rip cigs nonstop. And you cry. You fucking you, you put your head on other people's shoulders and fucking bitch. You're 36. Grow up. Grow up, bro. And don't have kids. If you're one of these sads, don't have fucking kids because they're going to be sad too. And in this generation, they're going to be like double sad and it's okay to be sad. Oh, especially if you're sad and you drink a lot of soda. Those people make the worst kids. Oh, dude. Heavy soda drinkers who are sad. Oh, worst kids ever. But their kids do have a better chance of becoming hilarious. I don't know. They just become fat and weird and annoying. I think, I mean, I like those because then being a kid, then you go to those people's houses and you get to drink a bunch of soda. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, if you're going to be fat and sad, at least have a sense of humor about it. That's my advice. I'll end on that because... At least you're passing on a sense of humor. Because fucked up, people with fucked up childhoods make the funniest people. Yeah, they're funny. It's a warped view of you and the world, but at least, you know what I mean? But I don't know. It's also just people that are like that, but they still try to fit into like office culture. And now, like, people are allowed to take depression days. Where it's wow. like, it's like I would never do that in my life. But I'm not allowed to call in anymore and be like, hey, I'm not feeling well because then they'll make me get tested if I come back to work for COVID. So I have to be like, but I'm not going to call up and be like, hey, I just need a day. Hey, I've had a hell of a month. Let me just take it. I just, I'm taking a me day. I'm just going to go to the park today or something. You know what I mean? I'm just going to take the day off. Like I just need it. I earned it. I don't take many days off. But I can't do that because they're going to fucking <laughs> check the depression box when the fucking HR fills out the form. It's like, I'm not sad. You guys are just crazy. I'm a little overloaded, and I just need a fucking day off. Oh, anyway. 
if you're sad, cheer up, everyone. I'm not saying don't kill yourself. I'm not saying kill yourself. I'm absolutely not saying kill yourself. But well, there are solutions out there. And the worst yourself. thing you can do is do is put it on somebody else. Isolate yourself. <laughs> and then isolate the blood from your head with a fucking rope. And stop bumming me out. I brought fucking bagels. Yeah, he brought bagels. Well, we're going to move from uh, sadness to anger. Here we go. Other people's sadness makes Mitch angry. And... <laughs> Gloves off to road tripping with my dad. And the gloves are off. The gloves are off. Really, really brutal. Man. Does he, does, does, I'm picturing your dad drives like a sedan, like a Chevy Malibu or something equivalent. No, he's got, he has like an infinity that was my stepmom's. Okay. And classic dad move. Yeah, and he yeah he just got dumped with the car. I mean, it's a nice. Does he dog, hang his shirts on the hook in the back? He's that kind of guy. He would have, but they were kids. So oh, okay. He could, yeah, he, but he, he is that, that kind of yeah, guy. It's like it's a every car he ever has is white. Same with my stepmom. Every car they have is white. Is your dad Gerbangli Berta Muhammadov? <laughs> I think about it. His house is like all his walls are beige. His tile in his house is the exact color as the walls, which Ew, are beige. That's creepy. Uh, so yeah, white car, white definitely yeah, white SUV. But he, I've road tripped with him before, but I thought because we would, we had a five year old and a seven year old in the car, it would be a little more mellow and a little more chilled out. The one thing that's craziest about he doesn't listen to any music. We took a it was an eleven twelve hour drive, no music, no radio, no books on tape, no podcast, not even AM. Not even AM. Not even born. Did you suggest radio? At some point, I got some in there. Wait. I think he doesn't want... what about you? (laughs) Fuck you! Perfect. Oh, we have a dad drop. We never really get to use it much. (laughs) And then this is your dad. Get the fuck out of here! (laughs) Perfect. Pretty much. But I don't think he wants any sounds distracting from the war he's raging with every single car on the road. Oh, I can almost respect that. Absolutely. Yeah, I know you can, but not when you're with it for 11 hours. It is psychotic because if he was driving like a normal person, maybe. But he's driving like a psycho while yelling at everyone else. And the... I was just texting verbatim stuff directly to my sister, things he were saying, and it was just... Because it would be complete silence in the car, like both kids are asleep, and he's just like, it's the Kia that's the jerk. <laughs> and then just like passing this, there's one moment where he just goes, blue truck, fuck you. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm actually asleep with a, one headphone in my ear, and he hits me and goes, he's like, the Tesla's gone past the double lines three times. And then he goes across the double lines himself to catch his exit, like, very <laughs> soon afterwards. But, yeah, it, it, it was really... I'm a, I'm a big fan of really enemies. Really fucking intense. I think we've talked about this before. Oh, I make road enemies all the time. You need I, enemies. I handle it differently, and it's not every... Because it's a lot of the, like, 
We're on the two-lane part of Vegas. No one's actually doing yeah. anything wrong. He needs someone to channel his anger at. So he's really... There are points where he was blaming guilty people. Yeah. But a lot of it was just like, you got to deal with our situation right now. I was talking like, to a friend of ours, former guest of the podcast. Ooh, former guest? Uh, yeah, for a super special so amusement park-themed episode. Oh, sure, sure. And she was like... You know what? I was, you know, I got in another fucking, you know, road rage today, and it's it's always women. It's always women. I'm like, you're a woman, and you're the one who's always in these road rage incidents. It's like yeah. it's you. I get into like, if I'm like in a rush somewhere, or like I fucked up, I will take a certain amount of that blame. I'm like, no, I should have left five minutes earlier or whatever. But this guy is like being out of line or what? You know what I mean? I'll be like, fucking, inf- it's of course, of course, it's an infinity type of shit. Be like, oh, wow, look at that, yeah. Armenian guy in a black Mercedes. Who'd have thunk? Priuses and minivans are my enemies on the road. But then, but like 90% of the time, especially like on a road trip, like anything over two hours, I don't get mad at anybody. Because it's like, if I'm doing 80 or 70, I'm only getting there a half hour later. It doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Or it's like, just let the guy over. Well, it was insane because like, um, my nothing- mom would always do that. She'd be chilling in the left lane. Being like, this guy's riding my fucking ass. I'm like, you're doing 75. She's like, the speed limit's 60. I'm like, but he is going faster. You're you're in the wrong. He's breaking the law, yes, but you're being a dick. It's It's just, yeah, I'm a... I really, really love road tripping. So I flew there and just drove back with him. So I'm glad I did it both ways. But yeah, it was brutal. So he's at war with all the cars. And he does stuff that... The night before, he says to the kids, like, oh, and in the morning, we're going to get donuts and coffee and milk, you know, and it's like, cool, that's a cool grandpa move to do. Uh, And in the morning, he brings up the donuts again, but then is just so worried about whatever, just gets on the freeway, and we're way down, and at some point, one of the kids goes, hey, when are we getting those donuts, Pop? And he's like, oh, no donuts, Uh, we just, I didn't see one on the... It's like, oh, so you didn't explain that if there isn't one on the exact route to the freeway entrance. I would have Googled something for the kid. We could have made a reroute. Just weird stuff like that. And then we were going to eat in Vegas, and he was, like, flipping out about this restaurant. Like, "Uh, you think it's good? You think it'll be busy? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. All you said was, do you know good food in Vegas? I know a good diner. And then I started getting freaked out because he was worried about time we passed the diner. And I was like, it looks kind of busy out there. I don't. Maybe we shouldn't go. And so we, he just didn't want to eat in Vegas at all. He got back on the freeway. And then while we're driving, he just goes, think how much further we'd be if we didn't make that detour in Vegas. And I, I gave him the most literal response. I said, 25 minutes further down the road. Yeah. And he goes, exactly. <laughs> like, clearly, we're on just completely different wavelengths yeah. here. He ended up, we, we're, we're going to postpone to Yermo to go to like a 50s diner there, which is basically Barstow from Utah. And then we get there and he's like, nah, we ate in Pasadena. We did the entire, <laughs> entire road trip. <laughs> no jerky, no nuts? Tricked. No, I had to, but it was like, I had to take a shit because we left at like six in the morning. Thank I norm- God he didn't have a fucking I normally, milk. I normally drop one at eight in the morning. That's just, you know, that's how it works. I'm an eight o'clock I can respect regular that. guy. And so eight o'clock rolls around. I got to go. And my dad is, it's like devastating him that he has I'm a 915 if anybody in the audience is interested. <laughs> that, yeah, oh, they are. They are. <laughs> He's so bummed. Like, 
grilling me about the shit I have to take. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. We left earlier. I tried to go right when I woke up, but it would not come out. It had not dropped down yet. And the five-year-old then has to pee, and he's grilling her like, really, do you have to pee? Do you really? And it's psychotic, because I thought he would have chilled out with the five-year-old, the little kid. And he was giving me a hard time for having to take a dump. We go to the we go to the rest stop. This has never happened to me. My father and I and both nieces, we all drop deuces. When they come out of the bathroom, like we both poop. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did too. Sick. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. So I was able to grab snacks then, but there was crazy stuff. Like we were getting gas, and my dad's gas clicked off, so I put it away. And then the girl had to go to the bathroom, and we had to get snacks. So I went to the thing, and I'm on crutches too, by the way. So it's all you know. It's hard to wrangle. We get in the car and we're like 20 minutes into the drive and my dad's like, you didn't fill this tank up. I was like, yeah, I did. It went, it was like, you know, 60 something dollars unclicked. It's like, no, there's about a gallon missing from this tank. You didn't, you didn't top it off, did you? Like top it off. No, I didn't tell. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, you know, you got to give it a few more clicks. It can fit like another gallon, gallon and a half. And as we're driving for like the next two hours, he's letting me now every time the miles drop down. He's like, yeah, this tank's just like emptying out. Just... <laughs> and at some point he does. This, he's like, it's not really your fault. You didn't know about the top off thing. But it's like, it's like then drop it. Yeah. Leave it alone. Then drop it, dude. Leave it alone. So here's what I did to. uh the best I could do to ease the situation, you'll appreciate this as a dad from a dad move. I didn't even mean to put on music. I was just like, I didn't want to deal with him, so I'm like, I'll just do <laughs> headphone music, which is another move where the moment they don't say anything for an hour, and then you put your headphones yes. in and they start talking to you. It's one of those. I needed to plug my phone in and automatically put my music on, so just through the car system. So I'm in. Yeah. And so I realized to keep this going, I got to put on music he likes. And I want him to be in a good mood because he's flipping the fuck out. Everyone's hungry. And so I pop on Beach Boys first, get some going. Then I put on Credence, Grapevine, mostly because it's an 11-minute version. I'm like, I don't have to worry about it for a while. And that's about as heavy as my dad will go. That's like that's metal to him. <laughs> and then... It's the I, devil's music. I can't remember actually, ever actually knowing my dad liked this song, but I just had an instinct... And I brought out of nowhere... Teenage Dream by Katy Perry? No, Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas, mm. Smooth. And that got my dad, it's like hands moving yeah, and stuff. Yeah, steering is, wheel tapping. Which my dad might as well be breakdancing at that point. <laughs> that was a huge, huge breakthrough. And I knew Might that, as well be busting a move. Yeah. I, he might as well have been doing, like, blow off the off the. He might as well have been doing that slidey thing on his head on a piece of cardboard. <laughs> so I knew I was in... And I kept debating Jimmy Buffett or not, and I decided he didn't deserve Jimmy Buffett. No. He was too angry on that trip. He needs to oh chill my out God. for... I didn't feel he could fully appreciate the buff man. Every now, like, five times as you've been telling this story, I've, like, just had a flashback to just an an anxious road trip. My, my dad was different. He would, like... He's a very kind, like, uh, mild-mannered, like, soft-spoken guy, but he's very firm. So, like... My grandma, his his mom lived in Laughlin the entire time I grew up. So we'd go to her house a few times a year, like Easter, Thanksgiving. We'd switch off years or whatever. But he's like, I pack the car the night before, you know, or while everybody's sleeping. And then I wake everybody up. He's like, and every, like, it's three times a year, my entire life. And he'll give, he'll give us the briefing the night before. He's like, and I'll just, I'll pack the car. 
all I got to do, I'm going to wake you up. All I need you to do is get in the car. And once you're in the car, you can go back to sleep. Yeah. He's just doing that thing. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, we're going to stop at the Taco Bell in Baker. And that's it. So if you got to go to the bathroom, and my brother Mickey is fucking notorious for just having to piss 20 minutes into the road trip. So then he's like, go to the bathroom. Make sure he's like, I don't have to go. And he's like, my dad just standing outside the door, just being like polite, being like, all right. It's last chance. <laughs> just, just, just. Yeah, that sucks only. Yeah. And then, and then inevitably, he, he emotionally terrorizes my little brother. And then still, but before we even get to Mojave, he's like, I have to pee. And my dad's just going, of course you got to fucking pee. Everyone, well, every fuck time. I tried to tell you, but everyone's going to fucking pee. And, it's just, it's, it's, and then it just fucks up the whole vibe of the car. Because the dad, that's also why I want to talk about it. Because the dad not wanting to stop is very common. I remember in junior high... This girl, it was like going out on like little junior high dates where their parents would pick you up. You yeah. know, when you'd go to the movies, <laughs> they'd drop you off. I was in the back of her van and I opened an empty coffee can and it smelled like pee. And she was, <laughs> she was horrified. She's like, that's our pee can, road trip pee can. Oh, dude. Uh, you just dump it and keep it? I guess so the chicks could pee because it was the Ugh. two daughters and a mom. Nah, dude, Gatorade bottle. Chicks have to wait for the Taco Bell. Well, that, yeah, well, no, he's, this dad was that, I remember thinking, like, I do not want a road trip with this dad. He's yeah. making the girls pee, because that's kind of, the, that's why my, my dad had to be like, uh, like, what, are you going to make a five-year-old hold it? She, she probably just learned how to hold it, like, two years ago. Yeah. Don't push that. You're going to have, you're, you're a clean freak. You're going to have, uh, piss all over your car. Yeah, and my, my dad, he would do the game where he would, and we'd indulge him. Like, he would do, like, a, hey, you guys see that matter, daddy? And you go, what's the matter, Daddy? He goes, oh, nothing. What's the matter with you? And we just, like, embrace Like, sure, whatever. Let's give it to him. But then he would also just tell the same, like, six stories. <laughs> you know? Just like... And we're just like, fine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. And then... But he would also... Uh, he... I don't know. He, it's, it's a lot of that, like, putting the headphones in. Nobody talks for an hour. You put the headphones in. A lot of... Uh, He'll tell us a story, and then, like, he'll, like, tap my stepmom for the punchline. Everybody's heard it. She's probably heard it more than us. Oh, yeah. And he's been making this drive three to ten times a year for 30 years. So, so he just he, hit all the markers. He, no, but he, we pull out of the driveway. He goes, 326. He'll guess the time we get there. Oh, yeah. And he acts like he's some fucking wizard. I'm like, you're the one driving. You just cut it down to 65 for a couple miles. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, you're a wizard, man. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, those It's not like you're in charge experience. of the throttle. I did, uh, yeah, a lot of, I've heard this from multiple people on road trips when, like, my dad was having a really hard time because at some point in between Vegas and Barstow, there was, like, a new La Quinta Inn that he didn't <laughs> recognize. You know, it's like, when the hell did that? You know, like, yeah. Who knows? Are you on this trip? Or that abandoned water park? I remember yeah, when that was yeah. functioning. Yeah. And he was like, cool. Now I, there's a Vice video of people skating there because it's a creepy ghost water park in the middle of the fucking desert. There was a lot of... Oh, he would do the... Um, he has a story of uh, his dad, when they were little, they were on a road trip, and his dad, the kids were being rambunctious, and his dad said, uh, don't make me smack back there and reach you. And they all laughed and laughed. But he tells it like it's a fun story. It's like, your dad was threatening to beat you He's somewhere in Illinois. <laughs> and this is one of your fondest memories. Yeah, dude. My dad kept doing this thing, too, where we were going to eat at Peggy Sue's diner. And every, like, 
He did this seriously six times, no exaggeration. <laughs> he asked me if it was good, and I said every time the exact same thing. I have no idea. I've never been there. There's always cars outside, and Google gives it a lot of stars. And I just did that like verbatim six times over <laughs> and over. And then we didn't even stop there. We went all the way to Pasadena. Ugh. And then he tried to... No alien jerky? It, no mad Greek? One of the kids said, hey... Who's getting dropped off first? And I said, oh, I am, because you live closer to Pop. And my dad said, no, you're not. I'm not dropping you off. I'm like, I don't have my car at your house. He's like, well, get picked up. And he was trying to have me get picked up in Huntington Beach instead of him just dropping me off in L.A. You're driving by my house. You're oh. in Pasadena. That's like a 20-minute reroute. Oh, well, no. We went to Pasadena for that, you know, because it's oh, that way. But still, it's like trip. you're on a road trip. I mean, if you, we would have planned at night, my car parked. But that was insane. Well, I never drive from Utah to L.A. without going through Pasadena. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's a rule I have, personally. And then I think the funniest part was uh, I was just trying to get the like the kids talking to lighten the mood because he was just being so angry and feisty. And one of them had, like, talked about the day before they liked this movie called Encanto. And so I like turn around. And I was like, "Oh, oh, what's uh, what's Encanto about?" And while it's a, I'm asking a five year old, so she's gathering her thoughts, and then my dad just starts explaining the <laughs> plot to me, and I, I, I shut him down hard. I was like, "I want to hear it from her perspective." Yeah, like I want a kid to explain a movie plot. Not a seventy-year-old. Yeah, if 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 I want to know what the Godfather's yeah. about, I'll ask a seventy-five-year-old <laughs> white guy. But I want to hear about Encanto, yeah. so let the five-year-old girl talk. When it's time to talk about Saving Private Ryan, I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> but he's still. Then she's slowly explaining to me because she's a kid, and he just cut her off because she got some <laughs> plot point wrong. And you know, yeah, you dumb bitch. Yeah. That's not and like made it make sense. I'm like, I don't care about Encanto. I'm never going to see Encanto. I don't actually want to know what the movie's about. I just thought, you know, I'd entertain this child for a minute, <laughs> minute and a half. Oh, that was so good. Just strangling him. Can I have anything? <laughs> oh fuck. Well. I think that does it for yeah. that segment of... Uh, Don't road trip with my dad, all right? And let me tell you about my life. We had two of them. And if you're a sad person that I work with, I wasn't talking about you. So don't get offended. And if I was talking about you, I love you. I'm sorry. Have a bagel. But... Uh, and if it is, it's, some, it's from his other job. Not your... The, you know. Yeah. If you think it's you, it's someone Yeah, from I also the other drive job. at night for Domino's. So... You don't know who the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody that worked at Domino's is fat and sad. <laughs> they give you a pair of cargo shorts with that blue polo. Except those weird, like, the only exception I can think of is, like, those weird kind of albino-looking really white guys who will just be, like, string-being tall. Oh, yeah. With big heads. Uh-huh. Yeah, my stepdad. Oh, okay. Who, coincidentally, my entire childhood drove at night for Domino's. Oh, all right. The non-fat one in the group. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he he worked for, like, the roads department, but my mom worked at night as a prison guard, so <laughs> just for shits. It was a hobby. He would just drive for Domino's. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Make extra money. Good hobby. Get yourselves a hobby, folks. We covered that a couple For the times. love of God, get yourself a hobby. But first of all... Get your friends on the pot, folks. As you can oh, tell, yeah, this that's was a great a, hobby. This was a rip roaring. We were talking about sad people and dogs dying. We were having a great time. We hope you were too. Uh, this has been hats off, gloves off. As always, I'm Mitchell Phillips at Mitchell Phillips. That's uh, at Robot Spencer, Mr. Spencer Calendar. 
Follow the production team at Beam Jeremy. But most importantly, most importantly, and if you have any comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old fashioned hate mail, take yourself on over to at HogoPod on Instagram. Jot us a line, DM us, comment on a post. Go back to the old post and be like, hey, I'll get a notification. Just write, oh, this 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 story seemed open ended. Any updates? And I'll find out for you. I got people on the streets. We got men on the streets. We got a John Stossel of our own. Also, I want to get called out by you guys because I'm sure we get stuff wrong or maybe we like read a story quickly (laughs) and gave out wrong information. I'd like to get I call myself out half the time. I'll be like, gloves off. And then I I, I missed like a paragraph in the article. I'm like, I guess this is actually kind of (laughs) sick. Yeah. So I want to, I want, yeah. We've got to be making mistakes, people. We're definitely making mistakes. Well, mistake number one, we're putting this out in the world to see, uh, or here, but it's so good. It's a theater of the mind. You visualize us sitting at the yeah, I tried to be good third to from say... the top floor of a, the Capitol Records building. I tried to say transgender, and then at some point I just dropped tranny. So yeah, it's dumb of us to even release these, but it's worth it for you guys. It's it's a really smile unfortunate. On your faces. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, I'll, this podcast will probably get me fired faster than some idiot, unproductive idiot being sad. Unfortunately. Yes. Look at the bottom line, folks. We give you value. And not only do we give you emotional and media and content value, we will also pay you money. You prove to me. Send me a screenshot, an email. Have them email me or hogopod me, at hogopod on Instagram. Just hogopod them. Prove that you referred somebody to this podcast or you were referred, I'll give you both a fucking dollar. I will Venmo you a dollar. No cash app. I'm not, I wasn't kicked off Venmo for selling weed like everybody else that has cash app. So uh, we love you. We'll see you next week. Sorry for the delay, but we will see you next week. Bye.